The biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Weekly Roundup. There's a uh, lot on the show this week. We're going to have a conversation with my good friend, Jojo Mason. He's got a new single out. We're going to hear from Tebe, who's our Raptors expert this past couple weeks on the show. We're going to hear from me and May, who made a surprise appearance on the Moxie's Patio this past week. We've also got news on a brand new festival. The CMT Music Awards were this past Wednesday. We've got your concerts and events guide for the weekend. And of course, I'm probably going to screw things up. And that's why we have bloopers. My name is Weaver. Reach out C104Weaver on Twitter or WeaverFever7 on Instagram. Let's get this show going. London, Ontario and Harris Park have a brand new music festival to be excited about. And here's the first headliner for Country Night talking about it. Hey, London, what's up? It's your buddy Brett Kissel. Uh, I'm still riding high from the amazing moment at the Juno Awards. Uh, I don't know what it is about your fine city, but you guys are my good luck charm. And we're going to have a great time together when we celebrate in September, September the 6th. That's Friday, September 6th, when I get to play this brand new festival called Park Jam at Harris Park. We're going to see you guys there for an amazing night of country music and drinking and partying and all the good stuff wrapped into one night. We'll see you on Friday, September the 6th, Get your tickets. Country Club members at Country104.com had pre-sale access Thursday and tickets are on sale now. Go to Park Jam Friday, September 6th with Country 104. Hey, not sure if you saw this yet, but uh, we would love to hang out with you in downtown Kitchener for Canada Day for a free show with the Rec Laws. Also on the bill, Emily Reed and our very own Jesse T of Kitchener-Waterloo. She was our trackside homegrown stage winner a couple years back. Uh, this show is free at Kitchener City Hall. This past week, we had a great visit with one of my good friends, Jojo Mason. He's got a new single called Better On You Out Now, and we're going to hear that in just a moment. Jojo and I talked about his dog, his fiance. And his music, and here's a bit of that conversation. So thank, all thank, these thank good things have happened in your life. We had to get new phones because of dogs, and we're yeah, engaged. Boy. And we also have music, the number one most added single at Canadian Country Radio this week, man. Congrats. Thank you. Dude, it blew my mind to to wake up to that one. I, uh, I, I wasn't really expecting it. And again, because we talked about this, when we released Future, it was uh, such a, a different direction from the first project, Both Sides of the Bar. Absolutely. So we're going off to going off to the right here and both sides of the bar over to the left. And I feel like Better On You is is a continuation of that path going on to to, you know, for me, what I feel like as as an evolution of who I am and uh, and my artistry. Now, I listened back to old conversations before we have new conversations. And it was a conversation we had like a year year and a half ago where you were talking about just this maybe embracing your soulful side a little bit more embracing the happiness that you're now feeling that's exactly it man and i'm so happy that you know i got a i got a chance to to show people another side of me and that's one of the things i told you i wanted to do man is bring i wanted to portray my version of soul country and this is what i feel is is you know a perfect representation of just that not only that but it's a sexy, it's a sexy <laughs> song, man. You know what the best part is? When I listened to that song for the first time, the first time I heard it, yeah. I heard the smile on your face in my head. <laughs> and it's like, you know he's digging this track, and you know he's picturing Chanel in his head when he's singing it or something like Every that. Every line, man. Yeah. Every line. And it was so funny. So uh, Scott Cook, he's a, a producer out in Vancouver, yep. um, one of the best producers I think I've ever worked with. Um, he, one of, that's one of the things he told me. He said, Jojo. Sing it again, but smile. And so I smiled the entire song, and that's what we have as a finished product, man. Yeah. The entire song. And 
Think, think, think about the things that make you happy. Every line in the song reminds me of my baby, man. You know, and also, who doesn't love yoga pants? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who well, does? I don't personally like wearing them, but I love to see a pair of yoga pants. That's what I'm saying. So you know, I mean, it has been um, unofficially dubbed. The Yoga Pants song. The Yoga Pants song. The Yoga Pants song, man. They, but I, I love this song. I love the direction that we're going in. And I'm I'm just hoping everybody likes it too, man. Follows along with me. Well, I don't know how you could not like a song that is literally pure joy in, in sonic <laughs> form. Uh, but what I do like is that people seem to be sharing your vision. Because as I said, a year and a half ago, we were talking about maybe embracing the soulful side a little bit more. And you found people around you that are going to embrace that. For instance, uh, some people might not know, but Mr. Megan Patrick Mitchell Tenpenny your co-writer on this bad boy. That's right. Yeah. So Mitchell, oh man, he's he's such a rad human being. Hey, shout out Mitchell, by the way. I called you Mr. Megan Patrick. It's easier to reference you that way. You're your own person, Mitchell. Thank you very much. <laughs> you are, however. <laughs> Just in case randomly Mitchell Tempe's doesn't. <laughs> and it's like I asked him for an interview one day and he's like, oh yeah, Mr. Megan Patrick doesn't yeah. do interviews with yeah. you. Yeah. So Mitchell, you're your own guy. It's just easier to reference you that's that right. way in Canada. Right. All right. Anyway, he wrote it with you. So so he he wrote this one and, and actually sent this. He wrote it with a guy named Trent Harmon yeah. um, and a guy named Andrew Alberts. Both heavy, big names. Heavy hitters yeah, in the writing absolutely, game in yeah. Nashville, man. So these guys, when they all collab and, and I get to work with these guys and get this get something like this a project like this oh my goodness you know i'm not gonna let this one go to waste so once we finished cutting this one i sent it back to them and i was hoping they were gonna their reaction was gonna be good but they all of them messed me i was like dude you nailed it 100 percent. this is one of our favorite songs that you know we've ever had a hand in writing and and thank you for doing it justice and to get that kind of feedback from guys like that was oh whew, boy is weight off my shoulder. The full conversation with my good buddy Jojo Mason, a 20-minute podcast, is at country104.com. Look for Weaver Under Shows and look for Jojo at Park Jam, that newly announced London, Ontario Music Festival in September. Tickets are on sale now. Lots of new music news in the country music world right now. Let's talk about John Party. He's got a new single called Heartache Medication. Here's a clip. Turning me loose on Heartache Medication by John Party is now due in September. That was announced this past week. Hey, speaking of announcements, Jessica Mitchell made a big one this past week. London's own soulful singer uh, announced she had a new single featuring Tim Hicks that was out Friday. Uh, here's just a clip, but you can get it now. Somebody gonna get hurt, Jessica Mitchell and Tim Hicks. It's wrapped around it, comes out my mouth. Somebody gonna get crazy Somebody gonna get burned Somebody gonna do the same old thing they always do Cause they're too damned on to learn Body gonna break this Even if it works So if you love me Somebody ain't gonna get Let's talk more about music that's available. Jason Benoit has announced a brand new EP, Revolution Part 1. That's out July the 5th. The pre-order is available now. And if you do pre-order, you'll get this new single, I Won't Go, immediately. I won't go. I'll stay with you forever. I don't 
Also out this weekend, Luke Combs and his new record, The Prequel, four new songs, plus Beer Never Broke My Heart. We'll hear that later in the show. And finally, when we're talking music, I, I can't I can't breeze over this one. You need to know. Announced Wednesday at CMA Fest, Garth Brooks and Blake Shelton have teamed up for a new song called Dive Bar. Now, it was Garth who shared the news because Blake's not actually in Nashville for CMA Fest, but they're calling it a summertime anthem. And as you might know, they're both from Oklahoma, so that's kind of cool. Uh, Brooks, Garth Brooks, he doesn't normally do duets, right? He's done a few with wife Trisha Yearwood. He had Beer Run with George Jones and Long Neck Bottle with Steve Warner. Uh, but that's about it, man. So this big duet with Blake is going to be huge. Uh, the last time these two worked together was during season 11 of The Voice in 2016. So look for Dive Bar, Garth Brooks and Blake Shelton in about two weeks, I believe. Hey, some pretty cool moments during Game 3 of the NBA Finals featuring my Toronto Raptors and the Golden State Warriors in California on Wednesday night. Not sure if you saw it, but Metallica did the American National Anthem. Here's a little bit of that. You might have missed Tennille Arts, Western Canada's own country singer who was recently featured on The Bachelor singing the Canadian National Anthem. She did great. And uh, here's a clip from City TV uh, with Lindsay Poon uh, talking to Tennille right after the moment. I feel amazing. I literally ran off the court. I was just like, yes, I did it. <laughs> How did this all come about? Um, well, you know, I'm signed to Reviver Records and uh, one of the guys at the label has a connection here and they asked, they needed a Canadian anthem singer and he was like, I have the perfect girl for that. So that's how it all happened. How long ago did you find out? Less than a week ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been a kind of a whirlwind experience, but it's been so incredible. Hey, after game three, when the Raptors won Wednesday night in California, there was a bunch of Canadians there singing Oh Canada. Tebe is our Raptors correspondent during the playoffs this past week and after the big win Wednesday night for Game 3. Here's what he had to say. What's up, man? How are you? I am very good because the Toronto Raptors are up 2-1 to one in the NBA Finals. Dude, how awesome was that? Oh, man. It was uh, it was incredible. I'm actually in Montreal right now, so I had to find, uh, find the nearest sports bar uh, to watch the game last night. Did you find something good to watch it, though? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, some, some nice sports bars in... Uh, just kind of, well, there's like it wasn't a sports bar; it was just a regular bar in uh, in old Montreal. But yeah, and I sat down at the bar for the, you know for three hours and just watched the game. Awesome, man! It was a performance by the Raptors. Now, a lot of what people are talking about is the Golden State Warriors. You know, they persevered through injury and maybe they punted the game and whatever. No, no, no. Let's talk Raptors. What did you see from our guys last night? I mean, everybody contributed. Uh, you know, you look at all five starters had over 15 points. Obviously, Kawhi showed up. Everyone showed up. You know, it was a complete team effort. Lowry looked great. I love the fact that Danny Green got hard. He hit like six threes, something like that. Um, I mean, it was just a complete, utter team effort. You know, I mean, Curry, Curry scored 47 points. And we were trying to stop him, uh, which is wilder. 
Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I think Curtis think the Raptors are in really great shape, you know, heading into game four. Um, you know, obviously people are going to expect the Warriors to bounce back, but when you got the Raptors firing on all cylinders like they did in game three, I think they have a really good shot at going back to Toronto, you know, being up 3-1 in this series. Yeah, some people are suggesting if the Raptors hadn't given up uh, game two there with that 18-point run by Golden State in the third, they could be looking to clinch come game four. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm just happy if it's 2-2 going to Toronto on Monday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I expect uh, I expect uh, Clay to be back. I think Clay Thompson will be back on the lineup for the Golden State Warriors, and he's definitely going to contribute. But I don't think we're going to see Kevin Durant for the rest of the series. And I think uh, I think Toronto has a really good shot at heading back home uh, up three one. You know what's impressive to me about Kawhi Leonard? Like sometimes I'm watching the game and I'm like, oh, Kawhi hasn't done very much tonight. I wonder when he's going to turn it on. And then you look at the stats, and he's got like 27 points and 10 rebounds. He's the quietest superstar that ever existed. <laughs> you know what? It's like it's not only does he not talk a lot in real life, he doesn't really talk much on the court. You know, in the sense that like his points are not showy points. He's not one of those people that uh, you know you're gonna you're gonna know or really notice when he when he drops forty points. I mean, he's just he's one of those superstars that kind of does it all. I think it's because he has such a strong two way game. Yeah. Um. You know, he's always getting back on D after hitting a big three or driving to the hole or whatever it may be. But I just um I love the way that I love the way Kawhi plays. He's a great player. Obviously, great two-way defender or a two-way player. And, um, you know, I think, man, I'm, I'm getting excited. I'm trying not to get ahead of myself as a Raptors fan. I know, right? It's weird. Uh, you know, I can see the finish line, and it's, uh, it's getting me really excited. I know. I'm super excited, too. But then when I talk about it and I say things out loud like, hey, we could win a championship, I'm always knocking wood or finding tables and stuff because it still doesn't feel real to me. And you know what else doesn't feel real? Kawhi Leonard is a Toronto property owner. Did you hear this? I heard, I heard the rumors. I heard the rumors, man. I, uh, I can't even imagine if Kawhi stayed in Toronto. You know, apparently he bought a house in the city. Uh, who knows if that's true? We'll see. I've got some spies inside the ACC. Or I guess it's Scotiabank Arena now. So yeah, um, I'll see if I can dig up some information from some friends of mine that uh, that work for the organization. But I mean, you know, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I, you know, I just want the team to win the championship, and we can worry about all the other stuff after. Absolutely, but it's on the horizon because July first is uh, less than thirty days away. All right. So final thought: Just tell me the one Raptor that has surprised or impressed you this 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 playoff run in the finals alone. One Raptor that you didn't expect that's doing really well. I've got a couple. I mean, two two players would be Fred Van Fleet and uh, and Danny Green. Yeah, I think, I think everybody everybody expected at some point, or they hoped that Danny Green would would get back to form. You know, I mean, he's a tremendous defender, of course, but he can really shoot the long ball, and he was struggling for so long. And it's great to see him, you know, go something like six for seven yesterday. Um, you know, from behind behind the arc. I mean, it was pretty. Uh, it was pretty impressive, and, ob- and obviously Van Van Vliet as well. I mean, when you got guys coming off the bench giving you eighteen points, nineteen, twenty points like Van Vliet does, I mean, it's it's incredible. I can taste it, buddy, and I don't want to get too excited. <laughs> oh man, don't jinx us. No, things. no, I can taste it too. But I'm just, hold on, uh, I'm knocking on the table right now. Knock it on wood. Knock it on wood. There we go. Uh, so Carrie Underwood was the big winner Wednesday night at the CMT Music Awards, taking home the top honor of the night. With video of the year, it was for the song Cry Pretty. You can also won the night's first award. If you didn't see it, she was female video of the year for her song Love Wins. And if you aren't following along with the CMT Music Awards, uh, cool note, 
Carrie is the most decorated act in the history of the show. And it's kind of nice that she was even there because it was husband Mike Fisher's birthday and she made a joke about it on stage. Like, look what I got you for your birthday. More trophies. Yay, said Mike Fisher. Uh, Other highlights from the uh, CMT Music Awards include uh, the coffee cup from the Game of Thrones episode that everybody was talking about and Little Big Town covering Old Town Road by Little Nas X. So not sure if you follow along with my regular show at Country 104, but my name is Weaver and I'm on from 2 to 7. And at 5 p.m., Monday through Friday, we have this request thing where we count down the most requested songs of the day, five through one. And when we do that, we give away free stuff. (laughs) Sounds pretty awesome, right? If you're hearing about it for the first time. So I request songs and I get free stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, It's the Porky's Top 5 at 5 Countdown. And Melissa gave us an hilarious call last week. Uh, You got to hear this thing. It's clearly promposal season. Mom just... uh, might want to forget what knocking boots means. Guys, you want to form? Hey, I have to pick Luke Bryan for my 17-year-old son who used that song for his promposal. Oh, he used the knocking boots song for his promposal. Now, as a mom, how'd you feel about that? I was just pretending that he didn't know what it meant. Ah, very smart use of the mom tactic on that one. That is good. And let's give a shout-out to your son. What's his name? Jacob. And what's the girl's name? Delaney is her name. She was totally embarrassed and it was so adorable. But did she say yes after the embarrassment subsided? She so did and it, it was adorable. He like did a whole sign and everything. He oh, like, that's fantastic. Well, congratulations to those crazy kids. He's like a guy like me, he's a girl like you to kiss him and knock boots at prom. Oh, that's so awesome. Except now you got to be worried about them knocking boots at prom. I'm going to pretend that doesn't mean what it means. I'll bet Delaney's dad is uh, pretending the same thing, pretending not to know what that means. Either that or he's uh, cleaning his rifle on the front porch right now. Uh, Shout out to those crazy kids and thanks for the call, Melissa. All right, earlier in your country top 30 countdown, we gave you the news that Garth Brooks and Blake Shelton, a couple Oklahoma natives, would be working together on a new song. It's called Dive Bar and it's coming out in about a week and a half. Uh, We've also got some more Blake Shelton news, but it's actually not Blake Shelton news. Let me explain. If you go to your grocery store right now and look at all those trashy magazines on the wall, you're going to see that Miranda Lambert may or may not be in marriage trouble. Who can really trust those magazines, to be honest with you? But according to the headlines, her marriage to that New York City cop that's been on for, what, like three months now, is reportedly on the rocks. Now, for some reason, somebody reached out to Blake Shelton, her ex-husband, to be like, hey, Blake, what do you think about Miranda's marriage being on the rocks? What? Like, it's been four or five years, people. Let it rest. Well, interestingly, Blake's team responded. Blake didn't respond. Blake's team responded. And here is what they said word for word. Blake Shelton is paying no attention to what Miranda is doing and if she is happy or not with Brendan. Blake is focused on his relationship with Gwen and his own life and career. And at the end of the day, Miranda isn't his favorite person. And never will be. And the same goes with her feelings for Blake. So yeah, stop trying to connect them. Weaver's not connecting Miranda and Blake. You don't need to either. You send a lot of questions every week to Weaver at Country104.com. And uh, here we try to answer three of them. Let's do that now. Hey, Weaver, how excited are you about Park Jam? Oh, ho, 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 ho. super excited. Park Jam, Country 104's uh, newest music festival, Bud Light Presents, in Harris Park in London, September the 6th. Uh, it's a seven-day festival, but September the 6th, the Friday, that's the country night with Brett Kissel, Megan Patrick, Aaron Goodwin, and my good friend Jojo Mason. 
Need I say more about why I'm excited? Oh, wait. Tell you why. It comes with question number two. Question number two from John. Hey, Weaver, did I hear you right? Rock the Park is now fully licensed? Uh, yeah. Now, this ties into our previous question about Park Champ. I hope it's the same. But for Rock the Park fans, this summer in London's Harris Park, uh, great news. After, like, what, 12 years of this festival, they're getting rid of the beer gardens. And the entire Rock the Park area, licensed. Still all ages, got to have the wristbands thing. But wow, it's a game changer. And I can imagine what the last 12 years would have been like if this had been the case. All right, final question here. Let's go. Hey, Weaver, is Matt Weaver a fake radio name or your real name? Ooh, I like this question. It is my real name. I would have chosen a much cooler name than Matt Weaver if I was choosing a fake radio name. Now, some people wonder if it's a fake name because I use the name Weaver. Weaver is just my last name. It's not a nickname that I gave myself or something weird. You can't give yourself your own nickname. Think of George from Seinfeld when he tried to call himself T-Bone. That's how you become Coco. You know what I mean? So you can't give yourself your own nickname. It's just my last name, Weaver. And a fun fact, kid in high school actually thought my name was Weaver Weaver. Like Wilson Wilson from Home Improvement. Hey, shout out to Jess Moskaluk, who celebrated her birthday this past week in a very special way. Brett Kissel and Dan Davidson were sharing the stage with her, and they got some folks in Saskatchewan to sing for her. Big shout out to Thomas Red. He shared the stage with Little Big Town this past Wednesday night at the CMT Music Awards. And if you didn't see the performance, YouTube, don't threaten me with a good time. You'll probably have a good time watching it. Well, every week I say there won't be any bloopers. And every week there are bloopers. Mr. Eric, our producer, provides those now. Of the first every country night. That was every, not ever. You're sexy and fun. It's <laughs> so watching your brain work going, what a respond, what a respond, what a respond. Good choice, brain. Correct was a good choice. Correct was a good choice. So you thought Park Jam was Pork Jam online. Bacon Fest and Lucan, Pork Jam and Harris Park. Pork Jam. That wouldn't go over well. <laughs> also, how terrible would the flavor of pork in jam form be like i'll have some toast with jam i have pork and strawberry what do you prefer <laughs> the country 104 weekly roundup find all things country at country104.com